0: The Mariners are going for their first sweep of the year tonight at T-Mobile Park. We'll tell you if they can pull it off and take a look at last night's 4-2 win over the Rangers here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Thursday, April 21st, 2022, and this is the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by BlueNile.com. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off $500. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at checkout. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez. Joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patno. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11 that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that. If you are interested, we got a new episode dropping for all of our tiers later today and if this is your first time joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast welcome to the show if you like what you hear give us a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this and if you're watching us on YouTube hit the subscribe button turn on the notification bell and give this video a thumbs up tell your friends to come check us out as well we greatly appreciate it it was a weird day yesterday for the Seattle Mariners started obviously with the news that Scott Service Acta and Paul Seawald are all going to be away from the team for the foreseeable future due to COVID-related reasons. They are joining Mitch Haniger and Luis Terenz. Kind of got to wait and see here if maybe some more positives are unfortunately going to come down. Don't know yet. Nothing coming out of T-Mobile Park so far. So hopefully no news is good news on that front. And then this game last night between the Mariners and Rangers started out in an incredibly weird way that was pretty much in line with how weird the rest of the day had gone for the Mariners. They got their first two hitters on base only for Jesse Winker's recent string of bad luck to continue in the worst possible way, resulting in a triple play. And then afterwards, he walked out to left field shook his fists at the baseball gods, turned to the left field crowd and said, I don't know what's happening. He did get a single in this one, though. Asked for the ball afterwards, of course. You gotta when you're when you're breaking a slump like that. So hopefully, hopefully that single. He also got another walk. Um, hopefully that helps him get back on track here and lead to some better luck for him. Logan Gilbert was on the bump for the Mariners in this one. He goes six and two-thirds innings pitch. Zero earned runs, zero walks, four strikeouts, six hits. He generated 12 whiffs, but he didn't really have his best stuff in this one. Right, Coley?
1: Yeah, just um, making stuff. Um Slider wasn't super sharp. It did get better in the later innings, mm-hmm. in the uh, fifth and sixth in particular. Um, but yeah, he just didn't really have it. You know, only four strikeouts. So that's a low number for Gilbert. The 12 whiffs is okay. Uh, it's, it's nothing special, but it's 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 certainly good enough. Um, yeah, 12 uh, hard-hit balls. Those are, those are balls hit 95 miles per hour or, or harder um, mm-hmm. off of Gilbert in this game. That's that's a lot, um, especially for, for Gilbert. So you yeah, just kind of had to rely on his fastball. He was throwing strikes. He only walked one guy. Um, he did get to a lot of 0-2 counts. He just couldn't quite finish them off. Uh, And, again, that's kind of due to a lack of a slider or really any kind of uh, off-speed pitch that you can uh, reliably depend upon. Um, It was, you know, again, probably his worst outing of the year, um, which is, I mean, still he went six and two-thirds against a decent lineup, albeit not a super deep one, um, and, you know, gave up no earned runs and and only walked Mm -hmm. one. So, yeah, I mean, that's the worst you're going to get from Logan Gilbert he's going to be a, a four win pitcher, uh, this year, uh, leads the American league. And I believe all of baseball in ERA right now, uh, yeah. through three starts, only one walk, um, in about 16 innings now. Uh, so there's a lot to like about Logan Gilbert's season so far, but last night, definitely not his best stuff. Uh, but mm-hmm. he kind of showed why he has that, you know, top of the rotation potential because despite that he still gave you six and two thirds, you know, shutout baseball. Um, relying mostly on the fastball um, he did throw a lot of sliders but I mean he only had two whiffs
0: mm-hmm.
1: on 19 sliders that he threw mixing the curveball quite a bit more uh mm-hmm. this outing uh really didn't throw the change up at all um, six six times out of his 92 pitches that needs to be more of a weapon for him against lefty left-handed heavy lineups. Um, but he didn't Either didn't feel it, or he didn't uh, feel like he had it tonight. Uh, so he just didn't really use it, and there were plenty of lefties for him to uh, to try and use it against. So mm-hmm. just you know, kind of a ho hum. Logan Gilbert start, uh, and he did a pretty nice job at avoiding uh, disaster. And part of that is is the really good bad bit luck that the Mariners got, which sounds weird when a guy lines into a triple play in the first inning, but the Mariners. <laughs> They got their fair share of breaks as well. Um, the mm-hmm. four hardest hit balls of the night all belong to Texas Rangers. So, yeah, um, yeah. but overall Gilbert was was good enough, fine. Um, and, you know, showed why a lot of people consider him uh, to be a potential, you know, number one or number two starter.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Zero five four, ERA through the first three games for Gilbert. Again, that leads all of baseball right now. Uh, let's talk about this offense. It wasn't a fantastic night for the offense against Dane Dunning, uh, but they uh, they did get four runs. Almost was three, if not for a, uh, let's say, controversial replay review and result from that replay review uh, on the uh, Jesse Winker slide at home on a uh, Julio Rodriguez RBI single. Good for Julio. Uh, another hard hit ball there. Adam Frazier goes three for four with a pair of doubles. He also got a single, got a walk. Abraham Toro had a good night as well. I am now two for two on the, uh, picks to click, I would say. Uh, and, uh, Adam uh, and Ty France got a uh, RBI as well. Hey, I'm doing better than you. I'm doing better than you, and I'm going for three for three in hey our uh, in our preview later my, on in the show.
1: My process is totally sound. Winker still looks really good at the play. It's, he does. If I he keep does. picking him, eventually he'll have the breakout game. So or
0: or maybe the key is that you don't pick him, and maybe yeah. Them. I was actually thinking. That, I was thinking about that too. So
1: we'll see. Um, outside chance the lineup comes out before we. Uh, Finish mm-hmm. recording here, but we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, lefty on the mound today, though, so Winker might get the day off. But then again, mm-hmm. the Mariners aren't exactly playing with a a loaded bench right now, so yeah, uh, probably going to have to go ahead and uh, and just kind of let him face Taylor Hearn. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Adam Frazier another great night, couple doubles, uh, one of them of the hustle variety, the other one just you know smashing a ball to the wall in right center field again. Um, Power gap
0: header, Adam Fraser. We uh, we apparently. all we all predicted it. <laughs>
1: apparently, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah, but Winker, you know, two hard hit balls. Cal Raleigh again, nothing to show for it, but he did have a couple hard hit balls as well. Uh, looks more comfortable at the plate. Uh, mm-hmm. Kelnick kind of continuing his teeter totter of looking really good one night and then the next night. Eh. So <laughs> we'll we'll see what kind of what kind of what uh, kind of performance we get from Kelnick. Um, And yeah, Julio is great to see him, uh, you know, uh, get another hit, uh, hard hit back up the middle. Um, And again, he just starts starting to look a little more comfortable. Uh, I will say JP Crawford is starting to kind of fall back down to earth, which I mean, we all saw coming we just weren't sure when it was gonna happen i mean so. by
0: b war standards jp crawford has been the uh, best player in all of the american league so yeah. I, I would expect him to regress
1: a little bit a little just yeah. a little bit, just a smidge i mean well i mean it's he's already down to 316 and was what three days ago he's at 450 or something like that yeah um so yeah i mean that's jp's gonna hit in the 270 range uh which is fine it's it's perfectly good mm-hmm. um but yeah obviously you know, the ebbs and flows are going to start. Um, Suarez, again, kind of doing that Kelnick thing. One really good game and then one, mm-hmm. eh, you know, game. So, yeah, the, the Mariners, you know, certainly they, I think they left nine men on base last night. They had a couple of runners on third with, with one out um, scenarios where they didn't cash in. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are going to be very important for for the Mariners to cash those in, especially while they wait for Hanniger and Torrens to come back. Um, and hopefully at some point Kyle Lewis. So, uh, yeah, offense wasn't great last night, uh, but it was good enough. Uh, they struck out seven times, walked uh, six times, so not too shabby. Uh, Mariners mm-hmm. pitchers, on the other hand, they struck out six uh, Rangers and walked zero. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, things got a little dicey for Diego Castillo, partially due to your pick-to-click Uh yeah it was we'll a call great a night mistake. for him until that moment <laughs> we'll, we'll call that a mistake and just move on but uh hey mm-hmm. you know what you can't let the run differential get too far out of hand all right yeah. so yeah of course, of course. Uh, yeah you, you gotta dial back a little bit and uh hey at the end of the day the mariners take the first two games of the series and now they're playing with a little bit of house money you'd love to get the sweep but at the end of the day all you all you really need to do is just win series um and they've now won two in a row with uh, kansas city coming into town tomorrow
0: and that was Castillo's third appearance in a row, if right. I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. little little strange, considering what yeah. the bullpen strategy has been for the most part, and it kind of seemed like he was pitching with a little bit of fatigue there, quite frankly. Well
1: yeah, I mean it's the third, third time he's pitched in, in four games. He did have the off day on Monday like every other Mariner, but still that's mm-hmm. pretty aggressive early on. Um, I get why it was you know it was Seeger. It, it was Simeon, it was Seeger's the heart of their lineup, but it, in a four nothing game. Um, and we don't know the state of the bullpen. Maybe there's a couple guys who are sick. That's certainly a possibility, or maybe there's just, you know, Castillo was just the guy they wanted to go to. We don't know exactly. That feels like a good spot to use Matt or Matt Vesta. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Swanson. Eric Swanson. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Eric Swanson is the way I would have gone there, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Castillo is definitely down tonight. You're not going to have Seawald. So that's the other reason I didn't really get that move. Um, yeah. you could have given Castillo a night off and then had him for today, but, uh, you know it, it is what it is That's also where not having sergio Romo kind of hurt you a little bit uh because that's a really good guy yeah. to go to in that in that four nothing game uh assuming he didn't come in and like get the last out for gilbert in the seventh or whatever so right, right. Uh, yeah just kind of a weird choice by negron but um you know it, it's it's a collaborative effort i'm sure that's the guy they wanted to go to in that situation they decided that before the game um and hey g- g- congratulations to christopher negron who has his first major league win as a manager
0: yeah, yeah, that, that, shame on us for for waiting 12 minutes into the show to to say that. That's uh it's really cool considering all the things that happened yesterday for them to uh to kind of band together here and be able to get a dub for uh Chris Negron uh, in his first career managerial experience at the uh, major league level. That's um that's really cool. So, yeah, uh, overall, good night for the the Mariners. It's always a good night when you can win a uh, baseball game. And Adam Frazier, of course, was a huge part of that. Let's talk about the possibility of extending him in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BlueNile.com. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. Mark Mother's Day with something enduring, classic diamond-set earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, birthstone pennants, and so much more. This Mother's Day, give mom something she'll treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Sports listeners get $50 off 500. This podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. Use promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. It's pretty convenient if you're like me and live a thousand plus miles away from mom. So shop stress-free and find your forever piece. Go to Nile.com today. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. There are recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, including myself, taking fans through the season like no other network. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. So, Colby, Adam Fraser's been red hot here ever since they uh, ever since the Mariners got back to T-Mobile Park. He's now hitting 294, 312, 412, or sorry, 321, 412 with a 122 WRC+. He's only striking out 13.2% of the time. Not walking as much as he usually would, but that's certain to uh, to go up a little bit here. Uh, obviously, it's still very early in the season, uh, but he's doing that, playing good defense as well. Considering the fact that the Mariners don't really have anything waiting in the wings in terms of second base, is it time to start considering extending Adam Frazier who is right now currently scheduled to be a free agent after the season?
1: I would hope so. I hope that's the plan. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Frazier's just a really good fit on the team as well. Um, you mentioned, you know, he plays second base. Uh, he also can play a little outfield can play some shortstop can mm-hmm. go stand over at third base if you need him to. So he's a pretty versatile player. Um, he doesn't strike out like you mentioned, uh, Hasn't started to take walks yet, or, I mean, he he's well below his, his league average. But um, he's never been a huge walks guy. He's always been slightly below league average because um, mm-hmm. he makes a lot of contact, right? And, and his batting right. average typically, uh, you know, heavily influences his on base percentage more so than walks. But he, it's not it's not like he's you know Luis Arroyo who walks like four percent of the time. That's not who he is. Uh, he's going to mm-hmm. walk seven eight percent. Which is plenty when you make as much contact as he does. Um, he's only thirty years old, so you know you give him a three-four year extension. Uh, it's you're not really all that worried about it collapsing in the back half. It's not going to be all that expensive, anyways. And his skill set is going to age pretty well because it's a it's a pretty quick swing. It's it's right to the ball. There's he's not trying to generate much power, um, so it's not like he is likely to you know fall off a cliff uh, mm-hmm. offensively. Um, and yeah, he's you know. He's been great uh, in Seattle. Certainly, he seems to like T-Mobile Park. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure Jesse Winker does, but Adam Frazier <laughs> seems to like it just fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's you know he's been a good player. Uh, he's kind of that pretty quiet leader type uh, mm. as well. Uh, a lot, a lot of Ben Zobris traits um, with Adam Frazier, and and you know we've seen teams, Ben Zobris, the Chris Taylors. Um, you know, those type of play- Marwin Gonzalez, like those type of mm-hmm. players are, are valuable, um, in that they can play multiple spots, but they're really everyday players. Um, and they have, they have a lot of value. So yeah, I think Frazier on a, a three-year extension, I, like a two-year extension would just be incredible, but it's probably going to be three or four years. Um, and I don't think it's going to cost all that much, uh, just because again, he's, he's a second baseman, not a shortstop who doesn't have a ton of power. um, You know, and he's just he's better than just a guy, but he's not a he's not a star by any stretch. So I I really don't think there's going to be a super aggressive market for him, Uh, but he's Mm -hmm. just a really, really good player.
0: Yeah. He's a, uh, he's a baseball player, not to be too cl- cliche about it, but that's kind of just who he is. And, uh, you know, he exhibited that again last night with like the hustle double and stuff like that's the kind of player that you're getting in Adam Frazier. He's just a guy that's just going to do what it takes to uh, help his ball club win games. And, um, yeah, you, you want to have guys like that around, uh, because, you know, not everyone is going to be a superstar on your team. You need guys like Adam Frazier to build what you hope to be a championship winning ball club. You have to have guys like Adam Frazier and especially like, look, in a couple years time, maybe they do have a a new starting second baseman and and Frazier kind of becomes what Abraham Toro is right now. Or, you know, he's just kind of a, a guy that plays four or five times a week, but does a bunch of different stuff. He's at second base one night. He's at third base the next. He's in left field the, the next night, et cetera. Maybe he's even dh in a little bit. You know, we've seen Fraser DH, what, once already this year? So, you know, you, you want to get that bat in the lineup because that's a high contact guy. That's a guy that's going to get on base a lot. So if you have the DH open, that, that makes sense as well. So having that kind of guy um, locked down where, hey, it, you know, that doesn't restrict me from doing anything in the future at second base, um, and I can just have this really valuable hitter coming off of my bench potentially, that's, uh, that's very enticing um, moving forward as well. But for now, like I said, you don't really have any options at second base. So why not lock down Adam Frazier? Because it's not going to cost you a ton, as you said. It's going to be, what, $12 million a year, $13 million a year?
1: I think at most because um, yeah. again he is over the age of 30 which is a big deal Yeah. Uh, in free agency and he's not you know he's not a he, he can play there but he's not in every day shortstop and he's mm-hmm. not hitting for it to power so uh, yeah I think probably three years somewhere between 30 to 40 million dollars uh, probably yeah. gets it done um, and yeah you know I I think maybe just maybe we're not allowing for the possibility that first Adam Frazier last year, Pittsburgh Pirate Adam Frazier, is kind of the the player he is going forward because he looks a lot closer to that guy right now than he does the guy, the Padre, um, mm. including a little bit more power. So yeah. um, it's 29-30. That's typically a little later than most guys start kind of their offensive prime, but uh, Frazier, again, is is – he's a overall he's a very good player has been for pretty much his entire career he's going to hit 280 he's going to put up a 340 ish on base um and the power is going to be around 400 but you know there's a the possibility he, he does have a couple 450 seasons under his belt so um mm-hmm. there there's a possibility that that is just you know something that's developing now uh I mean, he did it once fine. in 2018, right?
0: Like he he slashed 277, 342, 456 in 2018 with a 116 wRC plus. Could he be that guy at the plate? Because like, I would I would um, like that.
1: Yeah, slug, slug, slugging is probably a little high, but you know the first when he was with Pittsburgh last year, he slugged 448. So mm. um, could he have a 450 slugging season in him? Sure, I, I think he's probably more likely to hover around the 410 to 420 range. But uh, yeah, he mm-hmm. could he could definitely do the uh, maybe have a year of 450, um, you know, 40 doubles and like eight home runs or something like that. Um, yeah. I, I think that's something he, he could do. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, it's a very low risk deal. It's it's probably roughly in line with what they gave JP, just fewer years. Um, sure. And honestly, Adam Frazier is probably like more likely to age well than. JP Crawford is even so, Mm. um, but we'll see what they want to do. Uh, I don't think he signed his uh, arbitration uh, number yet. We haven't heard anything about that. We know Mitch got his done, but I think Winker and Frazier still haven't. So maybe they're trying to work out an extension of some kind. Um, So far, it sounds like Frazier likes his uh, likes his team, uh, likes his teammates, and is having a good time with the Mariners. So um, yeah, it's definitely something they should consider, and I, I bet they are. It's just. You know, there's a number that works for both sides, and they just have to get to it.
0: Yeah. We'll see if we can get this uh this hot streak continued tonight. Going up against the lefty, Taylor Hearn. We're gonna be previewing that game tonight as the Mariners go for their first sweep of the year in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder: this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So tonight we got Marco Gonzalez versus Taylor Hearn. Marco coming off of one of his best starts in recent memory against the Astros going seven innings against Houston and a win. What are you uh, hoping to see from Marco in his third start of the year? He's kind of been on one end of the spectrum and then the other in his first two starts. You hoping to see maybe something more in the middle ground or, or do you think maybe we'll see a repeat of what we saw on
1: Friday? That seems like asking a bit much. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we know that the uh, the Rangers like to use their platoons, so I would assume that we're going to see Culberson in the lineup tonight. Uh, we're probably going to see Eli White, Nick Solek as well. So you're probably going to get loaded up on a bunch of righties again, um, which makes the changeup an extremely important pitch for Marco Gonzalez. It is most nights anyways, but they're going to try and, and platoon him, um, and he's going to need that changeup off the outside, and he's got to be able to get that cutter in on the hands of the right-handed bats in this lineup. Uh, it's probably a very similar game plan to what happened in Houston, whether or not he can execute it as well. That's going to kind of tell us, you know, what we're going to get. So it's the same Mm -hmm. game plan, get the cutter, get the sinker in on the hands of the righties, and then expand the zone outside with the changeup, uh, get a few whiffs, uh, limit hard contact and, uh, keep your pitch count down. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, not a rocket science to figure out what Marco wants to do. It's just a matter of whether or not he will have the feel to execute it, um, so yeah, I my guess would be somewhere in the middle. That's obviously the most likely uh, scenario, most likely case uh, that we're going to uh-huh. see tonight. Uh, but yeah, it'd be nice to see Marco go six or seven, uh, give up you know three, four runs at most, and then keep his team in it. And uh, hopefully the Mariners can jump on Taylor Hearn, who's a a really interesting arm.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, hopefully, hopefully Marco can go deep into this game because of the state of the bullpen right now. Plus, you're not going to have Diego Castillo at your disposal, uh, considering the fact that you know he's he's pitched in the last three games, like we said earlier. Um, you know, you don't have Paul Seawall, you don't have Sergio Romo, uh, so you know the the. It's not great. You're mostly going to be relying on Drew Steckenrider, maybe Andres Munoz, even though that he pitched yesterday, but probably not considering that they're taking things slow with him coming off of Tommy John surgery. So yeah, it's probably Steckenrider, Swanson, Festa. Those might be your three. Johan Ramirez. Yeah, yeah, Johan Ramirez. That might be your your high leverage guys tonight. So as many innings as Marco can give them. They will take. That would be fantastic if he can go seven, maybe even eight in this one. That would be incredible. But uh, we'll see. Um, you know, obviously, again, you know, Marco's been kind of one end of the spectrum or the other. Uh, but hopefully, he can at least find some middle ground here. Let's get your take to rake or your pick to click, whatever we want to call it. Maybe we should come up with our own name for this. We should probably brainstorm, you know, so we don't steal from from Jason Churchill or Root Sports or, or what have you. But uh, you picked Jesse Winker two nights in a row. He's walked a lot. <laughs> he's gotten a single for you. Uh, are you going to keep going with it and hope that he's finally broken the slump and maybe breaks through, gets a home run or something? He's going up against the lefty, though.
1: Yeah, probably not against the lefty. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting. Hearn's kind of a difficult guy to, to you know, nail down right now. Uh, he's really is mixing it up. You know, sl- uh, slider 36% of the time, fastball 29% of the time. He's got a sinker four, uh, 14.6% of the time, a cutter 12.5% of the time. So he really is mixing it up. It's a pretty good fastball. He averages 94.7 miles per hour. Um, and it's been his best pitch, but he's continued to go to the slider uh repeatedly so we don't have the Mariners lineup in front of me so I don't know who's in it I have a pretty good idea of who's in it um but I'm gonna go with I, I'm gonna give you two just in case this first guy is not in the lineup tonight uh Tom Murphy uh is okay. the first guy. Um, if he is not in the lineup then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take uh Ty France I feel like okay. uh I feel like France is due for for a long ball tonight
0: okay good old shirt flag um as they uh they call him whenever whenever i tweet out the uh the the emojis the the shirt with the tie and then the france flag everyone's like shirt flag (laughs) so so tie france is now shirt flag in my mind i'm going with julio rodriguez i'm going with the ultimate heat check here i am saying that julio is hitting his first home run tonight he's been hitting the crap out of the ball whenever he's made contact he's been hitting the absolute hell out of the ball so why not he's going up against the lefty it's a fairly favorable matchup for him I think he takes Taylor Hearn deep in this game, and uh, again, it's the ultimate heat check for for me. I think considering that the last two nights have gone pretty well for me, so let's hope here that I can will Julio's first home run because he's gotten a lot of singles. I want to mm-hmm. see some extra base hits now from Julio. It's been it's been a while now. It's been what thirteen games, twelve games. Let let's let's see the long ball from Julio. We know that it's there. We know that he's going to hit hit at least one. Soon, sooner rather than later. I think it's going to happen tonight uh, against Taylor Hearn. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, So you want to throw out a prediction real quick for the game? You think they're going to get the sweep?
1: Mm, The bullpen is a little. Yeah, that's concerning. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's very concerning. Um, You know, and while the offense has been better, last night didn't exactly fill me with a ton of confidence. Um, I feel a lot better if they had Mitch Haniger and Luis Torrens in the lineup tonight. And by the way, I'm, I'm going to throw out. I think Dylan Moore is going to be in the lineup tonight. That is my prediction. Um, <laughs> because I mean, like, why have him on your roster at all if you're not going to use him? That's true. Hint, hint. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's my bold prediction: is that Dylan Moore actually gets a start tonight. And wow, it's very be, bold. And it's going to be for Jesse Winker. So there you go okay um yeah, that would make sense oh, could way, be for kelnick could be yeah uh by the way uh winker base hit last night did come off a lefty so it's you true. know that's it's true there you go clearly the mariners have something figured out there so i i kind of oh.
0: feel like his first home run when he finally breaks through is going to come off of a lefty
1: probably feels like maybe that's tonight
0: happen. maybe maybe it's against taylor hearn yeah if he's a the Maybe it is maybe
1: it is <laughs> um I don't know. I don't like predicting individual baseball games. The pitching matchup certainly favors the Mariners. Um, the lineup tonight is probably going to favor Texas, just because, mm. yeah, because we don't have Mitch Haniger and Luis Torrens. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the Mariners are a better team, uh, top to bottom. But they uh, they kind of emptied out the bullpen last night to to secure the uh, the series win. Um, and like I said, you're, you're playing with house money, so you win tonight, great. Uh, if you lose you, you did your job you took the series so um I'll I'll just ride the hot streak right now um I'll say the Mariners are gonna win uh five to four okay. johan Ramirez gets the save
0: ooh classic one run win for the Mariners it's been too e, long it's been too Slamming long. the door yeah yeah it has been too long yeah you know what I'm gonna go with that as well I'm gonna go. Three to two, Mariners. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if the. Uh, I don't know if the offense is going to pop uh, enough to to get five tonight. Just considering what we've seen the last couple of nights, they've gotten they got pretty lucky in the first game with you know just living off of the long ball. Second game, they left some opportunities on the table. So I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like maybe the, this could be a little bit of a frustrating game. Hearn, as you said, is, is a pretty interesting arm. I like him a lot. You like him a lot. We've talked about him quite a bit on our shows uh, before. But, yeah, I think the uh, the Mariners slightly edge out the Rangers. I'll say this. I think it'll be 3-1 or 3 nothing, and the bullpen will make it interesting for the Mariners. <laughs> or,
1: or maybe we get a comeback. Maybe we get a old, good old Kardashian. Tonight. We haven't had that since uh game one, so, or game two. So uh mm-hmm. I mean depending on what you want to constitute a comeback. I I, I don't like that major league baseball is like anytime you trail and you come back to win, that counts. It's like, does it <laughs> like I'm losing one nothing in the first, that counts as a comeback victory? Okay. That, <laughs> yeah. That seems cheap, but uh there's a little gray area there. <laughs> yeah. Or common sense. Um but yeah, yeah so <laughs> Yeah. we'll see yeah one run game uh come from behind victory like those would be nice we haven't seen those in a while and frankly mm-hmm. the mariners fun differential has suffered as a result
0: it's true it's true i mean I'm, I'm still having a lot of fun watching this team right now they have the second best record in the uh the american league so uh you know it's pretty that? it's pretty fun yeah seven to five it doesn't feel like that should be the second best record in the american league but it is yeah. uh you know <laughs> it's just the way it is right now the uh, a lot of teams are just kind of hovering around 500 right now in major league baseball uh it'll eventually break up but yeah you're seeing teams like the Rockies and the Pirates they're actually kind of hanging right now it's weird that's not going to last Baltimore
1: Baltimore, Baltimore. pitching leads uh the leads all of baseball and uh pitcher F4 yeah like, they're probably
0: going to get Grayson Rodriguez soon too that's going to be fun yeah
1: not too worried about it <laughs> long term but it's <laughs> no it's no, fun. no. It's, you know, yeah it's you know, just run into all that good luck before we play you in June, I think. July? Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know when they head out it's to Baltimore next. Takes, next, takes a little while. Next month is the hell month for the uh, the Mariners, though. We're we're so gonna we be think. covering that. Yeah, yeah. So we think. You know, there's been months in the past where we've looked and that we're like, oh, that's incredibly daunting, and then you get there and it's like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. So we'll see. We'll reconvene at the uh, at the end of this month and, and preview the uh, the month of May uh, on a future episode of Locked On Mariners, but for now that's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Ty Dayan Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at c pat 11 That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode wherever you listen to it. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked On MLB. That's where Paul Francis Sullivan, and please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the Major League's president pass. past. It's free wherever you get your podcasts just like us. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we will see you tomorrow. Go M's! Peace.